Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Dave Hasty. You there? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave Hasty. I'm Josh Betteridge. And I'm George Ashwell. And we are Before the Lights. Before the Lights. We run a gym in central London where we train actors for film roles. Everything from superhero workouts. Is trying to work out with Hugh Jackman just ridiculously intimidating? Yeah. I was like, oh, I lifted that. 160 deadlift or something the other day and he was like oh mate that's really good well done why do you talk in pounds or kilograms <laughs> <laughs> to keeping people ticking over mentally and physically between jobs when I'm working as an actor you're like oh my gosh I never knew that life could be this amazing when you're not working that can then feel like I remember all of those older actors who were very sad whenever they weren't working and I'm yeah, like yeah. now I now I get it <laughs> our day to day is in the gym but this is absolutely not a podcast about how to work out or get ripped. You might get the odd tip every now and again because that is how we earn our living. But the main reason we're here is just to chat to our clients about their careers and their relationship with fitness. This is where I start to sound kind of like one of those one of those actors who's going to talk about his process. <laughs> um, like, you got to look after your instrument, man. Expect everything that goes on behind the scenes when they're on sets, on stage, or embarrassing themselves during a workout. It's me running, and you just see, like, my hand. <laughs> I keep on going. So you just see me kind of, you like, limping out of shot. I was first up for the relay team, and I didn't have any spikes. We set off face-planted uh. on the tarmac, and I just heard Scott Dawson, who I fancied so much, go, Liv, your ass is munching on your shorts! Like that. You're listening to the Before the Lights podcast. This week's episode is Benjamin Walker, starring in the upcoming Lord of the Rings on Prime show, which I think everybody knows is going to be absolutely massive. If you're a fan of sound effects, it's just constant throughout. They're amazing, they're varied, and he did not stop. That aside, quite an interesting conversation about how he got started in the acting world. And Gladys. 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 Gladys is a weird character that Ben used to play that had an unusual prop that he used to use to play that character. So yeah, it's worth listening to just to hear just him talk to hear about, about Gladys. Gladys. Yeah, I think. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next hour. <laughs> Noises by Ben. Just sound effects. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I always think I, there's two things I think are funny: puking that interrupts conversation, and a lot of work for a fart with very little payoff. <laughs> so if you like talking, you're like I'm fine. <laughs> oh no, God! Can somebody give me a sip? Wait a minute! That's funny. And then they're like. Ah, 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 oh Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to hear from all the guests on this series. Yeah, yeah, use your notes. Act like a professional, would you? Yeah. What'd you go as, Scott Lario Davis? Hey, Benjamin what do you Walker, go as? Benjamin. <laughs> what do you go as? <laughs> what do you go as? <laughs> what do you go as? I go by Ben. Ben. <laughs> yeah. So every job you take is just Ben. Ben. He's like Madonna. Like you don't know him. Ben. You don't ben. know him. No, Walker's my um, stage my name. stage name, and so it's, that's um, what we'll use for this then. Yeah, Ben Walker. Now that we've discovered what he goes as, <laughs> can we welcome <laughs> what he goes as Benjamin Walker it's just to the getting podcast? Weird. Yeah, thank, thank you. you very it's much great for to be here. Uh, the star of the upcoming Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, Prime. there's a lot of great people in it. I'm not the only it's good a big, person. The big ensemble. Cast. The star. Yeah. The we've, we've just heard what you can do on a microphone. That's so right. Imagine I what I can see. do on camera. I can see. I can see. Also, why they make hide fart you. sounds. <laughs> ben, what yeah. can what can you say about that? You are king of the elves. Are you allowed to say that? No. No. Okay. Um, not king of the elves. <laughs> I can't, I can't cancel that. <laughs> ben, what can you say about that? Uh, not a lot. I can. I can. But it. I'm, I don't mind that. Like, it's going to be exciting. It's going to. It's. It's kind of an epic standalone uh, retelling of the Second Age. If I don't know if you guys are Lord of the Rings fans, but um, the the Second Age was like thousands of years before the movies. Before the movies. Did you have to get really clued up on it all, or were you already a fan? I was already uh, a fan, but uh, there was quite a bit of research to be done. It's dense. It's. I mean, it's as dense as the Bible, especially some of those early books. Like to do that research, did you just sort of? Run around the forest of New Zealand barefoot and just try and work it out. Yeah. Rolled in the I don't, dirt. I don't know how you'd, how you'd learn anything from doing that about Lord I of the Rings. I found myself, but yeah. I know nothing about Tolkien. Um, there's a lot of reading, and some of it is oh. like, um, I, I like, I would do audiobooks. I'm a big audiobook fan. The teaser trailer came out. And yeah, yeah, it was great. It looks And great. also, the trailer before that, which was like a smelting gold thing yeah. down a little canal. Yeah, you told me it's real. They it's actually not CG. did that. Well, it's just... not CGI. But the interesting part of <laughs> oh, that is that no one knew that it. Was... Yeah, no one knew yeah. that it was real. It was. But that, but if you were like a diehard fan, you might know. The, the, yeah. cool, the cool thing about the show is it's going to be for people that know Tolkien, and are like obsessed with it. Like the super fans are going to get a lot out of it. And it, it also, if you're like, I don't care if it's CG or not. Yeah. Like even with the yeah. trailer, it's going to be cool. good time to go back to the beginning go into juilliard sure as a kid from the south yeah from savannah georgia where you cartersville like, were you like odd one out can you explain what juilliard is for it's the likes a, of people like me sure it's an arts conservatory in new york um it's like rada in new york yeah is that right yeah like, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's like um, a, an establishment yeah was, moving to new york was certainly culture shock but it was it was one of i i really loved it from you know jump it wasn't overwhelming it just felt like okay this is a good place to start this is a good place to learn every day is going to be a learning experience i I love it i miss it all the time was there any kind of physical element to it because you were talking about it's like there's music and dance and all that kind of stuff uh yeah i mean it's conservatory training so you you do everything from today you're going to be a tree 
<laughs> to like I've heard about those ones where they're like yeah. you, you have to kind you of start as a seed and you yeah you you find yourself you know I'm from you have like to really get a into small it. town in Georgia and I'm at the Bronx Zoo studying a wolf so I can pretend to be one for a week and I, <laughs> I, 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 I was just gonna help me my first or second year there I was really struggling with that kind of stuff where you're just like I'm laying on the floor just breathing I don't understand what how this applies I should just go get a job um, like just go get yeah a job. exactly because that's how stupid I was. You know, I just get a job. You know, it's a problem. Um, and uh, I, but one cool thing about going to that school is they help you see theater, and you know, they'll they'll help you get tickets to all kinds of different shows. And I'd seen this Samuel Beckett play called Text for Nothing. This guy Bill Irwin did it, um, and he's like uh, a physical comedian and a brilliant actor, but also he does some kind of clown work, and he's he's really out there and cool. Um, and I saw this play, and he doesn't use any words. It's just all sounds. And then by the end of the play, he's like eaten by a pile of dirt. And I, that, that to me, it, I'd never seen anything like it. I don't know that I like, enjoyed it, but I was really glad that people were doing it. And I was just kind of moved by the expansive possibility of what you could do with art for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time at school, I was going... Now, I, I think I'm going to quit this. And I had a teacher that was like, have you seen anything you've liked lately? And I said, well, I saw this play downtown. A guy gets eaten by dirt. And he was like, um, and you think anything weird you're doing during the day would uh, help you be able to do that as a job? And I was like, oh, I get it. I'll go back to being a tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense now. Yeah, sorry. And then you, and then you started stand-up while you were there. Yeah. Well, one of the things, because it's a conservatory, they don't let you... Um, perform for the public early on because you know you're kind of like stripping away old habits and you know trying to build they don't want to be judged on your you being shit well yeah i mean you got to be bad before you get good and i kind of missed that audience participation so i started doing open mics and stuff and um Mm. so you end up you know handing out flyers in times square you know that guy who's like you like standing i was that guy i was terrible Doing stand-up in New York, you got to kind of pay your dues, and it's hard to get a long chunk of time. So uh, one of my friends and I, Rudy Valdez, uh, who's a very great filmmaker, by the way, um, uh, started this stand-up show where we it was a free show for you to come see it, which was always a big hurdle to get people to come to your shows. And you got to do at least 15 minutes of material, most of which would have to be new. And it was called Find the Funny, and that way... Like uh, young comedians building material would come, you would have a guaranteed audience, and everyone would have a good time because you know if they didn't pay twenty dollars to get in, they you know the bar would make money because they'd pay for drinks and like we had like Hannibal Burris, Reggie Watts, Phoebe Robinson, Michelle Wolf, like some really great comedians would come in and work out at our show, so it built this following. Actually, no, saying that I I. I'm, I was. This wasn't leading because I was going to talk about this. But you want to talk about Gladys? I want to talk about Gladys. Let's talk about Gladys. Gladys. All right. Um, ben in Ben's. I'm going to start this by saying in yeah. Ben's cupboard. Give the setup of someone who doesn't know anything about Gladys. <laughs> in Ben's cupboard in his house, there is a suitcase on the top, like top shelf of the of the wardrobe. You open up that suitcase, and there is the rubber torso of an old lady with boobs and everything that you can wear. On your own face and body, yeah, and it's, it's a cool silly, like a full thing. It's a full thing, like jackass. You know, like yeah, when he wears yeah, like yeah, the old yeah. person. Yeah, Ben was has this, one of them in a suitcase for a job or just something you're well, into. Well, uh, 
So I always had this idea for a funny character. Um, and so I, I talked to one of these designers and he made me this hood. It's a silicone hood that you can just kind of slip over your head. And it's got like, I think probably human hair and it. it's got eyebrows and eye it's shockingly realistic. Yeah, yeah. And you can get in and out of it in like two or three seconds. And I'm fucking freaked out. Let's go back to the fart sounds, <laughs> shall we? Um, and um, so, Gladys. <laughs> so I had this idea of, you know, everybody's coming in. They're excited to see the show. The lights are kind of up. And I just thought it would be funny if this crazy old woman just starts walking through the audience harassing people. And so she would come into the audience with one of those, like, uh, trash grabbers uh. <laughs> and, like, steal people's food and pinch people on the ear. Just, and also, like, I would like the idea of it just being unsettling because yeah. you go to a comedy show, you have an expectation. You, this sounds, happens and you're just like, you're just like, um, what the heck? <laughs> Somebody going to, is she, yeah. is she part of, or should, should we help her? But eventually, so that we had this house band. And so they'd be vamping when people would come in. So she would kind of drunkenly stumble around, like one of her boobs would fall out. You know what I mean? It was just, like, it was funny, but also kind of, like, sad and weird. And then she'd get up on stage, and um, she never really spoke. Um, but she'd pick up a guitar, play this crazy guitar solo, and then she wouldn't stop, and then the band would stop, and then she'd keep playing, and then she'd realize no one's, no, they're all, it's awkward again. And she kind of takes the guitar off and wanders off stage and the cool thing is then you can rip it off and run in and you're like hey guys how we doing <laughs> like you have no idea what's going on and then it's like okay <laughs> yeah. we only did it a few times but that's that's gladys if we ever need to like murder somebody that's that's what you just use go as gladys exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah they never find <laughs> or we do a whole episode with gladys do a whole podcast oh, God. no she doesn't she doesn't really talk yeah it'd just be a lot of yeah. shredding on the guitar and <laughs> <laughs> Come back to what this whole podcast is supposed to yeah, be sure, loosely sure, sure. based around, which is health and fitness. Sure. <laughs> that's right. how we make our living. Right. And for people that may or may not have listened to it before, that's kind of the crossover with our world and your world as we yeah. facilitate some, some of the jobs that, that you might have or that other people might have. And that when, like, you've, you've trained a fair bit or you trained a fair bit in the lead up to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and during. Mm -hmm. Um was it quite a physical job? Like, there's a lot of the scenery and everything like that makes it seem like it would have to be. This is where I start to sound kind of like one of those one of those actors who's going to talk about his process. <laughs> um, like, uh, but I think it really is true. Like, if you imagine, if you're a musician, you know, and you you play a bunch of different instruments, you know what a piano sounds like if it's in tune, out of tune, if it's got thumbtacks on the hammers, if you know, if you. If you're a trumpet player, you know what it, your instrument sounds like. If you have a different mouthpiece, or you take the the varnish off, you know that the there it's all part of what you play. And as an actor, it's you, you know. So it, if you can't it, like to be aware of your body and how it looks and what it can do, and and I think that really makes a it does for me. It makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. That, I've always that, thought that, and like I guess even partly like being Gladys is kind of part of that. You're exploring like different well, ways I mean, of moving and, and manipulating yourself. Yeah, part yourself of the fun is to, to transform and, yeah, and yeah. what's more fundamental than how you eat and how you look after yourself. Do you find yeah. that, like exactly a lot of what we talk about is not 
sort of aesthetically driven that's kind of a byproduct of it it's more yeah. how you feel how you move and that kind of thing do you find like from a mental well-being point of view because of the stress of like things like having to move your whole family overseas and working there for a year is it, is it a bit of a release like training does that offer that for, you? for me exercise is an integral part of my mental health like just if even my wife she's like you need to exercise you're being a jerk like you know, it's, it's just kind of you know that i think it's really important and it's really important in terms of you know getting older being a parent um how you carry yourself how you feel about yourself and you got to look after your instrument man yeah totally and i guess for you it literally is your sort of vehicle for work isn't it like having a body that moves and is healthy yeah. and happy and all that kind of stuff allows you to take on a variety of different jobs and, and to do them well. Well, and I kind of started as a song and dance man, you know, like uh, doing musicals and running around and, and you know, you, you watch somebody singing a music video and then you think like, okay, I'm going to have to do that eight shows a week and I don't get the lip sync. Yeah. You yeah. got to dance and sing and act. It's, it's you, you got to look after yourself. It is mad. Like, because we often do work with people that are doing long stints on stage. It'll break and you down. And I cannot get my head around like how how they can do it. Like from a mental point of view, in terms of you doing the not not that it's the same thing, but it's like you're you're in the same show for that sure, long, sure. but then physically the, the demands on your body are so intense. Especially like you got to do two shows a day some days as well. Yeah, like, my buddy in New York, uh, his name's Greg Hildreth. He's in uh, Company right now, Stephen Sondheim show, but he. Um, he played Olaf in Frozen for a long extended period of time. And so he's dancing, he's singing, but he's also working this puppet. And you think wow. like, ah, oh, this is a puppet, what's the big deal? But he like the amount of repetitive yeah. injury you would get just by doing this 3,000 times a day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's not what your hand's designed to do, is it? No. Like, as, a, as, a, <laughs> yeah, as an instrument. Stick inside another person and do that make them do stuff? Yeah, no. If you can even just try to do that for a few minutes, yeah, it, gets it gets tired, tired pretty, pretty quick. quick. Yeah, um, I saw. I mean, I saw. I saw you do American Psycho. Yeah, but well, that's another Broadway. like physical. You change. Ran, you. I mean, you obviously like the whole part was Bateman. What's his name? Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Bateman. He is. He is like. Physically. Yeah, he's he's a machine. He's yeah. like whatever. He's a psychopath. He he keeps his body in like like so you had to do that. But then, like you ran and sang for the entire show. Oh, man. I was tired watching you. I was jet lagged. I just turned up. I was, yeah. <laughs> that was an intense experience. But you did that how, for how long? Like months? Yeah. Eight that shows that a week show, eight shows a week was a monster. Did you train by running and singing through parks? Was well, that? doing it. I mean, but that's the thing. You can't, you can't expect to get in shape as you do it. You got to be in shape beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I was working with a guy in New York. Um, Rich Beretta is his name. He, I guess he was like the fundamental first trainer I ever had who taught me the importance of having a trainer so because before that you know you kind of like well, I watched this YouTube video so I guess I'll try to pick that up oh too heavy my back hurts <laughs> you know like that kind of like you just like you can really booger yourself up yeah, yeah and also having someone who a monitors your form b helps you motivate to do it and uh See, helps you do it efficiently, which sounds like form, but it's not. You know, the difference, like when I work with George and, you know, you'll be doing a, like a heavy back squat and he just comes over and kind of 
push, puts pressure on the outside of your knees. So now your knees are going a little bit more over your toes and out and you're actually working your butt. And now all of a sudden you can't pick up that weight because you're doing it properly. Mm -hmm. Like that, that, mm -hmm. that difference makes all the difference because then you're not, you know, uh, ingraining bad habits and, you know. Is there an equivalent to that in terms of like training your voice? Oh yeah. Like projecting yourself in terms of those big auditoriums and being able to sing on like night after night. After yeah. Night. Oh man. It's that like, must be a lot of work. Yeah, and, and it is a muscle, like any other muscle. And, and weirdly, it, it falls, your voice falls in the category of like, it's halfway between, you know, a voluntary muscle and an involuntary muscle. You know, your heart beats without you thinking about it. Um, but my hand does, you know, Olaf face when I want it to. Whereas your voice kind of, it's really mm. connected to what you think and how you feel. Um, you can yeah. tell so much about somebody by how they sound and how yeah. they speak everybody's kind of trying to sound like something or that you have an idea of how you sound yeah so yeah it, it is a, it, it's a weird thing that you do have to exercise and take care of when you come off stage playing patrick bateman how, how did you not how did you think, not kill everyone how did you think you're not <laughs> american psycho yeah it was i mean you're usually so tired at the end of the day it's like oh i get in the shower and like i forget because i i take the train home and one night I, I, I hadn't showered very well and I had like blood coming out of my ear and I was sitting next to this woman on the subway. And you know those moments where you like, you know exactly what to say at the exact right time? This was one of those moments. She was just kind of looking at me with big wide eyes. And I went, don't worry, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of stuff. Better than others. Yeah, but like been nominated for a Tony. Yeah, like done a lot of good shit. But you have done Abraham Lincoln Vampire That's Slayer. Right. See, I didn't Vampire know. Hunter. He doesn't ever claim to slay Sam, them. I didn't just he's, he's on the lookout. I don't know if we were going to bring this up. But we can talk about it. No, no, no. It is genuinely a great film. Like, I, it's a fun. I, it's, it is a fun. It, movie. No, it's, it's super um, fun. But there is a scene in this film. You're talking about is, the horses. The, of course I am. You're talking about the horses. It's the most confusing piece of cinema for, for like logistics that I've ever... So the director, Timur Beckman, thought of uh, crazy, far out. Uh, he's from uh, Kazakhstan. And um, he he did the Wanted films. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, we'll, we'll shoot a bullet, bend a but bullet. then we'll actually, it'll bend. You know, like, who, who, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, it's Abraham Lincoln and the other vampires, you know. Yeah. So ben, ben plays Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And, and he's he, a vampire. And, no, yeah. he kills vampires. That's his job. And it was actually, like, all joking aside, that was a very, very physical job. Yeah, you jumped and, around um, and It was spinning axes and, like, yeah. it, you know, um, it was more like dance, a lot of it. Um, and uh, But, yeah, there's a scene in it where we go kind of leapfrogging on the backs of a stampede of <laughs> wild horses. He's, fight, he's fighting a like vampire. Like you do. Yeah, he's fighting a vampire. The thing is, they walk into this paddock during mid-fight. The paddock has about 10, maybe 15 horses How in the paddock. How many times have you watched this movie? Enough. <laughs> Listen, this, this scene, the horse this scene, extra plenty of union, times. The union for the horse owners is like, you can have 10? <laughs> <laughs> but then they jump on the horses, but then it turns into a stampede of, um, like, a million horses. Well, that's how stampedes happen. George. No, but there's no horn. These horses don't exist. Oh, they do. And that, 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 you know, your stampede will be on you like yeah, that. Yeah, will. It's, it's the greatest CGI <laughs> jumping on the back of horses oh, fight I've ever seen. I got, I've actually, I'll, um, 
I'll send you a clip because there, at the be- there's something called a goosh, it, which is a stunt move where you're wearing between this. Between you and your Yeah, between yeah. your legs. <laughs> you, you've got this harness on. Let me see if I can describe this properly. You're wearing like a, a chest vest that is going to support your body by a cable. And then they take that cable, which is connected to uh, your back, and they wrap it up between your legs and it comes up in front of you. Like you're kind of sitting on it like a seat. And you're standing there and what they do is somebody jerks that cable really hard and it pulls your butt up over your head and flips you over. You're about to, wow. And so we're doing this, and, I'm, and the, the goal is it's going to pull me, flip me over, and land me on a, ri- a running horse. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So a I'll real sit, horse. No, this was, this was a styrofoam kind okay, of, gotcha, the, you know, gotcha. you, put a, you put complex. a quarter in, and it, it goes right, up and down. Right, right, right. And, um, but I've got a whole montage of me just, just flipping and hitting my head in the horse's ass. And, like, it, also, if you don't have the cable taut, it can slip and like give you. I think that's why they call it a goosh. Yeah, yeah and um, goosh. and uh, yeah. The, so that was a learning. Yeah. Like, but also, it's I'd like, like to see this video. Yeah, yeah I'll I mean, send it to you. Yeah, it's. Uh, you should also watch the just the the, the scene film. the scene from. Yeah, oh, you can watch the whole you film. go watch the movie, guys. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Look at that film. Let's it's uh, you know four score and seven years ago. <laughs> was this? Before Daniel Day Lewis played Lincoln, it was around the same time, <laughs> which was bittersweet, I have to say. Well, I was like, when, oh, when the Oscar nominations came out, yeah, for like, Lincoln, is it? Oh, no, Daniel Day who? Oh, That's so the close. Other one. Lord of the Rings is one thing. American Psycho was kind of like our idea was that he was kind of like prison ripped. Mm. He he looked scary physically, as opposed to kind of. Wayfish and modely. Yeah, he yeah. looked scarier than yeah. that. And then you have like, um, I did this uh, Ron Howard movie, Name Drop. <laughs> you know who's a real name dropper? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, um, called uh, In the Heart of the Sea. And so yes. we, the, the, that story is about um, the Essex, a, a whaling ship. And they get shipwrecked and they all, you know, they don't get shipwrecked, the whale. It's a whole, watch the movie. So we had to starve through the course of it. And, you know, how do you do that healthy, healthily? And then how do you get back to a healthy weight? Like, that's all part of part of the job. I mean, I, I don't subscribe to the extremes of it where you're actually damaging your future. Like, you know, there's there are other ways to do it. You don't have to go crazy to where you're not a well and healthy and happy person. Mm. But it does, you know, that, that that's, that's part that, that's part that's of the, the fun. That's the challenge as well. That's the challenge that yeah. we have. It's like try and make them look like that. Yeah. But without them being like, like I'm working with someone at the moment, it's like try and make them look like a refugee that is struggling for food right now. Yeah. Without just starving them because there is ways of doing it and your job is also interesting because you have to teach someone how to maintain it mm. whether it's you know get them to a place where they can fluctuate because like before i started training with you guys um i was a culprit of just yo-yoing if mm. i was working i was in shape if i wasn't i was bleh. especially after like in the heart of the city you know you you had 600 calories a day for six weeks 20 every now all of a sudden i'm gonna have a pizza and your stomach's <laughs> like no you're not <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this cheese? Oh, you're gonna pay for this. Here's a kidney stone. Um, <laughs> like like the, that kind of sweet spot of where you're healthy and you know you can kind of play with it. Yeah, that, you can that, go up or down. You can find what you need yeah. to. But you're in that realm of knowing that you're gonna be all right. And yeah. you're in such a good disciplined routine mm. because especially for actors, like so, like New Zealand. We found out on a Wednesday we were moving on a Friday. 
few days to make this huge oh, really? decision. Wow. Yeah. And and that's pretty normal. You know, she's got a job. We're going to Serbia. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, son. You're going to need a therapist when you're older. <laughs> um, but it that, that kind of, the if your body's in good shape and your head's in good shape, then, you know, then it just becomes a job like any other job. I was going to say, because that alone, like the stress of that, of going, right, you need to pack up and we're off sort of thing. Yeah, but, but it's that's... also super fun. Oh, I yeah, mean, totally, totally. You know, like I, having yourself that's another in, thing in a that position I... where you can, like, make sure you're able to deal with it all, like you're saying. Is yeah, really but I mean, important. if you're a plumber, you have a bad day, you get something to poop on you. Um, <laughs> if you're an actor and you have a bad day, you know, you you're get like, poop on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. It, it's important, you know, yeah. that it, it's about your well-being, it's so closely tied with nutrition and why wouldn't what you put in your body contribute to how you feel about your body and feel during, you know, during your day. Hangry's a real thing on an even grander sense. You know, what's the, what's the quote? You, you, you leave your art for one day, it leaves you for two. You know, if you don't practice the piano, when you come back to it, you're not as good at the piano. It's the same thing with your body. And also the, the ability to move. As we live more and more sedentary lives, you know, like I don't have to worry about jumping and wrestling with my kids. Mm. You know that, that that I can just spring out of bed and it feels good. And and it hasn't always been like that. You know those those days you do feel like oh man, I'll play with you tomorrow because I'm tired and my back hurts and you know <laughs> like, like that's coming for all of us. You know age. Yeah. And you know, the more we can pay into the fund of, you know, my heart's that's doing what, good. I mean, that's what I try, we try and, like, it seems so logical when you say it, but when, like, in practice, but, like, doing something every day, you'll always be able to do it. Like, if you could do a backflip, right? Yeah. If you did a backflip every day, you'd be able to do a backflip for a very long time. Like, you'd yeah. be able to do a backflip into your 60s or into your 70s, like, doing the splits. If you could do it and you do it every day, you'll always be able to do it because your body's like, this is what I do. I do the splits every day, so I'm going to stay like this. And so it's part same, of you. Yeah, it's, it's you. Whereas the same thing with, like, just scaling that back to just general exercise and fitness. It's like, do a little bit every day of something that you need to do to challenge yourself and you'll never feel truly, cha- like... You'll be able to push yeah. yourself on days. That's interesting because I had a, a great uh, singing teacher one time who was like, uh, "What do I do for a show? How do I get get warm? How do I maintain this?" That was our uh, earlier question, and she would say, "You always sing a third higher than you need to in the show," and that's the same thing. You know, if we if when you exercise, well, today we're going to lift heavy legs. I'm not going to be a bodybuilder, but you know, like it, I'm, so your I'm son, pushing your myself. Your son doesn't weigh 80 kilos, but yeah. he does weigh 12 kilos or whatever now. Yeah. And you need to pick him up a lot. So if you're yeah. going to 80 kilos, you can eat 12 is easy. Like, yeah. Everyone can stitch you up somehow. Like, you know, I could give you 100 quid and you could not give it back to me. But if you give your body anything nutritious, it's just going to earn from it. Yeah. And like you can put all your energy into shit and you might, it might not manifest the right way. But if you put anything in your body that's good for it whether it's movement food it's not going to stick you up on the nutrition side do you like to cook i love to cook i'm obsessed with it kaya keeps calling me a feeder i remember there's one pan or pot that you (laughs) have at home don't wash my skillet can you tell us about the skillet you you brought it out uh, was it whose birthday party was it? Oh, he he he'll cook cornbread in we're it and he'll all, bring it to the house that yeah. you're that you're having. We're all the party standing at. around and then it just became you. Kang! Yeah, you were yeah. just talking about I don't know when it started, but you were talking about the pan and I was fully involved. I was like, I'm not sure when this happened, but he's already telling. No, he has to do that on arrival just in case 
he gets distracted and the cornbread gets eaten and someone takes someone it Someone put soap in my skillet. <laughs> oh my God. You just stared at me. I went, don't, don't, don't watch my skillet. skillet. Just, if you don't know how to use it, don't touch it. <laughs> What's the history of it? Well, um, well, you season the skillet. It's cast iron. It's just straight up iron. And also, we should look up the actual stats. But it, it increases the amount of iron in your food by something like 20, 30% just by cooking in the skillet. I know that sounds far-fetched, but or kind of gross, but we'll fact check it later. yeah, we'll somebody fact check. check. It later. Thank you. All right, Jimmy, would you get on the um, <laughs> get the fact check team on that? Um, also, uh, by the way, Ben didn't go to Juilliard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his name isn't Walker. It's no. all a lie. <laughs> yeah, he rips off his face, and it's Gladys. <laughs> what do we got? Food will gain about six to eight milligrams of iron after being cooked in cast iron cookware. I knew that off the top of my head. I talk like this. <laughs> I am not reading when I say. Um, yeah, but a skillet. Yeah, so yeah, you season skillet. a skillet, and it becomes almost as uh, uh, slick as a Teflon pan with none of the weird chemicals. And also you can bake in it. In Southern tradition, you kind of hand down your skillet that's been seasoned by the people that came before you, and it, it retains the flavor of, of things you've cooked in. It's really great. It makes you want to learn how to cook better, I guess, when it's something that's been given given to you and there's all that that's gone into it rather than it just you being really, like a... you really don't want to fuck it up yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, i stayed at ben's house and i was scared <gasps> of the you? skillet i was really scared of the skillet cooking is such a huge part important. of you know looking knowing what you put in your body like people like overthink it so much and they're like calories and blah 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 i try and use like the most basic like portion sizing because that's all you need to know is like don't deep fry shit obviously can you can eat deep fried oh. shit occasionally but not as a regular thing like use your fists as a guide. If you're trying to gain weight, eat two fists of protein, two fists of good carbohydrates and two fists of green stuff. And if you're trying to lose weight, one fist of protein, half a fist of carbohydrates and two fists of green stuff. Like it's really easy to... I mean, it sounds easy, but I keep hearing fists of stuff now. Fists, as in you look at your fist, <laughs> that's how much size of stuff you eat. The word that's skillet. not the normal size of a fist. I mean, Actually, yeah. you, you possess. That's why I keep gaining that's weight. That's why he's got a belly. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's getting bigger and bigger. Talking, right, here, let me ask you guys. So I really like, and I kind, I kind of fell into it uh, by happenstance. I like to intermittent fast mm -hmm. only because it's efficient for me. Because mm, I don't like, you know, like, I get up, you know, I'm doing parent stuff and then work stuff and then, you know, then... And then when, you know, nighttime comes around, you actually get to sit down. Um, that's when I want to eat. Mm. So I'll eat from like 3 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Mm. And that, it just, it just frees up time. Yeah, totally. And also, because, you know, about cooking, then you can actually plan something. You're not just, mm. well, I'll scramble these eggs and put it in a bagel and shove it in my face. That's which it. is got, delicious. If you've got to cook but, three times, there's a lot of cooking. If you only yeah. got to cook twice or even One once, really good healthy meal. And then eat the leftovers for lunch the next day and then eat cook once again it makes you actually enjoy the cooking process Absolutely. yeah what was the question because that was just a statement no just intermittent fasting where you stand on it is it um yeah, yeah i mean you're a real stickler where's the question yeah. <laughs> um, no like, it's, no, no, like i know it's, i don't know that that's sustainable and i don't and i'm not like consciously trying to do anything with it it's just it's not gonna screw and me taking up, days it? off and stuff is fine no actually it's um, like beneficial for your digestive system to rest humans the human body isn't made to eat regular meals like this like we weren't like the human body is pretty much the same as it was 10,000 years ago when we weren't eating regular meals we were hunting and gathering and we'd have big meals and then we'd have smaller meals for a few days and then we wouldn't eat for a day and then we'd have big meals again like we're used to that and our digestive system isn't actually used to working continuously it needs to rest well that's when I that's when I get cranky 
if I'm eating five meals a day and I'm an hour off my next meal, yeah, when you're in that, like, system, you're not you. Yeah, you're man. screwed. Whereas when blood you're used, to, going yeah, yeah, when you're used yeah. to having that period of time without food, it's actually really good for you. Whatever the diet is, if it's like keto, intermittent fasting, whatever, all it is is a way of controlling how much is going in, and it all boils down to like what works for you. So like you saying that it fits your lifestyle with being a dad and working and everything. And then I think that a lot of people do find that. But then a lot of people also get kind of worried about is it good, is it bad or anything like that. But I think like strip it back to it. Does it, does it kind of fit into what you're doing day to day? Because that's the best way it that any of that stuff is going to work. So like it all boils down to the same thing, regardless of what name is given to it. It's just how much is going in. If it's too much, you're going to put on fat. If it's too little, you're going to have no energy. Can you find that kind of like happy sort of medium in between? And, and Here's another question. So I've heard what, like 70, 30, your, your body's made in the kitchen, 70%, 30% in the gym. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure it all goes hand in hand. I mean, but I mean, like, it all depends on what you're trying to achieve as well. Like yeah. that's normally used as for when people are losing weight. Right. Like, but like that's not the goal for everyone that comes in. But if, if your goal is losing weight, like the training is just tipping tipping the balance so the t- training is burning calories and you're eating less calories so you're just like doubling down on on that yeah it's over time you know whether it's like i went to therapy once am i sane like no you got to keep yeah. going i went to the gym yeah. once am i in shape like no you got to keep one, going you one know good, one salad isn't going to make it better just like yeah. having one burger when you're only eating salads isn't going to make yeah. it worse do you know what i mean it's yeah but it's the flipping of that yeah. of like well i had a burger yesterday i'm fat and terrible i have another yeah i'm just going to yeah. eat all the burgers now cuz yeah. i'm done yeah, this no. this 24 hour reset that we work upon yeah. for that it's actually becoming more detrimental i think for people uh, come on brits come on, yeah. get in the kitchen um in the kitchen get a skillet go to the gym shut right. up so it's that time of the show where we're gonna hear a little embarrassing story from our guest and we'd love it if we could hear some stories from the listeners as well so if you get onto the instagram at before the lights uk and send them in to us we will thoroughly enjoy reading through them. Listen to the embarrassing stories. Da da da. I like it. Da da da. No. Okay. That's it. I mean, this is. I mean, it. It was embarrassing because it's. It ties into everything we were talking about. Where, you know, you're like having a frustrating day. You haven't been to the gym in a while, and you're like, I used to be able to pick this up, and I was doing like um, thrusters, and um, I, you know, I have really bad ankle mobility which you've helped me with mm-hmm. like i wear these like shoes with heels or you get a couple plates so that you can get full depth but i didn't do any of that i was just like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna get strong and i'm gonna ah like i literally hit the bottom my back just went no you're not <laughs> you are going to collapse into a puddle of pain and sadness and it was one of those moments where you're like <laughs> you're at the bottom you've hit full depth and then you like go even deeper in your soul because it's like a piano string snaps, and you're yeah. just like on like a dead bug on the ground. And I someone help me. <laughs> Was that but don't home? look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Help me. Were you in a public gym? I was in a hotel gym. Oh, the worst. Which is, oh, God. The worst. Can we talk about hotel gyms? Like a good hotel gym is worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. A bad hotel gym is like, it's just. Sometimes they are cupboards. They're cupboards with a treadmill. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Or it's, it's 90% um, treadmills and, 90% and like really small 
small area. Anyway, Ben's on the floor, dead bug. Don't, don't look at him. That, that was one of the moments where you're just like, ah, oh, hubris. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I, you know, the, the, you know all the things to do. Yeah. I didn't roll out. I, I think I'd just gotten off a plane. I was like, I'm going to fix my time zones. I'm going to get in shape. I got a meeting tomorrow. I'm going to be all strong looking and ow! <laughs> it was like that. Did you turn up to the meeting as a ball? I went to my hotel room and like, it was one of those, I think I semi-crawled to the hotel room and I, it was it was horrible. And then we had like the first read through the next day and I was like, ah, yeah, it, it's really like, but it's again, like, don't take the time. It's going to take time. And don't beat up your instrument. You're like If you go Kurt Cobain on your guitar, it's going to be cool for a second, but yeah. then you can't play it tomorrow. Yeah. And don't think that one session is going to fix everything. Yeah. Because that's, that that's what we all do. Yeah. Like, that was really, really... Like, it's embarrassing on a profound level. It's not, like, funny embarrassing. No. It's just like, you idiot. <laughs> mm. How did yeah. you look in the meeting the next day? Gladys. <laughs> but it was like it hurt to breathe. It's like a safe word of you this know. podcast. Yeah. Gladys. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was not smart. And and it's also one of those things where it, your body is cumulative. You know, you do something like that, and then you got to look out for it again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your body will... You remember, you remember that. And yeah. a lot of pain is history of pain. A lot of people don't understand that pain is... You don't a psychological response to something happening in your body. Your, sure. your brain makes it up. It's not something that actually exists. It's like your brain goes danger, and that's what pain is. Yeah. So, so like once you've done that once, you got to be careful of doing that position again because your brain is going to go, "Don't do that again." Uh, Last uh, time we hurt ourselves, yeah. yeah, and it will cause pain even though it's not. And your 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 body will, like you say, get strong around it. Like mm. like that part of my back is actually pretty good now. Mm. Um, but you're right. I guess your brain is like. Don't touch yeah. that. Don't that was hot before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you're you're treating a person like a full person as opposed to yes. today we're doing chest and back. Yeah. Or like, nice to see you, chest and back. Yeah, yeah. See you to Thursday for legs. <laughs> Hello, legs. You know that it's a person 100%. and they come in with, you know, whether they slept, with how they feel, that 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 you know, that's what I didn't do. Yeah, we call it into we like it's intuition training. Like we don't have our programs written out in a book. We'll keep like what people what weights people have done and like where the measurements are at but we don't have like oh today like i know my day-to-day -day is this person this person this person this person's doing this they're gonna lift this they're gonna when i meet someone every time they come in every client i see i'm like okay i can work out if you're tired i can like have a conversation with you when you're warming up and everything changes yeah. there's no set like everything changes depending on that conversation we have or they go in and go oh i didn't sleep much last night i'm like okay everything's whatever i had planned is now at the window i'm gonna do something else and that's how you have to work yeah. in this industry you can't just go okay yeah, We've but on five paper here, it says we're doing squats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, upcoming, you have Lord yeah, of the Rings. September 2nd is when that Amazing. Is. On Amazon Prime. Amazon Does it release Prime. all in one go, or are we getting weekly things? Do you know that yet? I don't know. Okay. I don't. That's, that's a good gonna question. Be, yeah. It's, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a binge. It's going to be huge. It's the most expensive show ever. Are you going to have to go all around the world kind of touring it sort of thing? Like the whole press... Paramount I have the slightest idea. I'm yeah. happy to. I'm, I'm actually genuinely excited that for people to like, see it. Because so, there's so, so many fans for it that it must yeah. be really exciting to kind of be able to go, here you go. Yeah. And also, like, you do press for things that you're like, well, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, um, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's part of your job, but it's not the job that you want to do. But then yeah, when it's something you actually don't mind doing, that's kind of a bonus, right? What's the... Uh, Betty Davis Anthony, quote. I thought it was Anthony Hopkins. Another, another Maybe one it's mean. Anthony Hopkins. It's, it's a very overused quote. Yeah, overused and oversubscribed. But uh, yeah, they pay you to sell it, not to make it. Mm -hmm.
I'll just do like weird sounds underneath. Cool. That, that makes me feel a lot more. He can commentate on it if you want as well. <laughs> He's about to embark on an outro for the show. His cheeks are rosy. They are. He's feeling a little angry. I'm gonna just go He's right over the top breaths. of him. Please I'd do. like to thank keep it low. Benjamin Walker. Walker, Walker, Walker. For coming on today's show. I think we've covered a hell of a lot. There's been sound effects. There's been Ben dressing up as an old lady. I think on that note, we'll just say thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank there. you, guys. Thank, thank you, you very much. Woo! Thank you very much. Oh, amazing. Oh, great. Oh, wow. Be, be generous with the edit. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 